I have had enough with the lack of self-confidence from women and moms, so let's crush 10 more confidence myths and replace those myths with the truths for more empowerment so you can live life more on your terms. Welcome back to the Good Enough Mompreneur Podcast, where we celebrate the messy and marvelous journey of motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Angela Michuli, and thank you so much for joining me today for this solo episode where I'm going to crush 10 more confidence myths that I hear as a certified confidence coach, an entrepreneur for more than a decade who has spent thousands on coaches and courses. And these are the things that either I went through personally or I see other women and moms go through and I've talked with clients about. And they're so important because we kind of have these stories in our head about so many things, but especially our confidence. Meanwhile, we're longing to live the life of our dreams that we don't think is possible. But one way to make them the lives that we want to live more possible is to start having awareness around our behaviors and our thoughts and a conversation about the common myths that we tell ourselves we've either learned or we've just co-signed and don't realize it. Um, it's so important because it starts that internal dialogue with ourselves about beginning to question and rewrite those stories. So let's dive in. I did an episode a few weeks ago about 10 confidence myths. There are so many that I thought it was important to include 10 more. And, and I could have multiple episodes about this, but I think this next 10 list is really um, kind of tailored to the most that women kind of experience. And the first myth we're going to tackle in this episode is one that's really kind of centered around starting this podcast. And it is that I am not qualified enough. And it's just really comes from that not being good enough. And we so often find ourselves in the comparison trap. We, um, especially as women, we're constantly compared with each other, what other people are doing in their careers, in their families, and in their personal lives. And we can really begin to feel like we're not qualified enough, we're not good enough. But let's replace that with the truth. And the truth is that your unique experiences and skills are valuable assets. Nobody can replicate you. Nobody can replicate your experiences, your insight, your perspective, your skills, and your talents. So you don't need every credential to succeed. 
You absolutely don't. And most of, if not all of the guests that I've had on this podcast, some who have been CEOs of multi-billion dollar businesses don't have an MBA. They completely have a different background. One was a rockhead at one point. And there's some that haven't, some of the most successful entrepreneurs, if business is your thing, have never even been to college. So it really gets to the point too, your mind will find evidence for what it wants to believe or what you tell it to believe. So if you say I'm qualified enough, you can seek out evidence to back that up. But if your mind is saying I'm not qualified enough, you also seek evidence to back that up. So make sure whatever it is you want to achieve, find the evidence for that possibility. Find the evidence for success and continue to remind yourself that you are qualified. Actually, there are probably people who are less qualified than you making more at whatever it is you want to do because it's that confidence piece where they learn their value and they learn how to sell themselves, which is so hard, especially for women. And the last myth we're going to talk about is going to address why that is. So stay tuned for that. Okay, so let's move on to the second myth, which is I have to do it all perfectly. And that kind of goes hand in hand with being enough and knowing what is enough and not overdoing and overpleasing and overfunctioning, which women so often are conditioned to do. So instead of thinking you have to do it all perfectly, we have to learn to embrace the imperfection, and that's part of the journey. Striving for excellence is commendable, and I recommend everybody do that, but it's okay to make mistakes and learn from them along the way. And that's something that I've really learned as an entrepreneur to reinforce in my daughters. And what we learn from making mistakes and accepting disappointment gracefully and not having to be perfect all the time and not looking for other people's, um, you know, acceptance or approval to feel good enough. And sometimes that's part of wanting to do everything perfectly is that people pleasing. So we have to start to unlearn that thought pattern. So myth number three is I don't belong here. And that kind of imposter kind of thought that you're a fraud and you don't belong. I remember going to my first podcast event and it felt really strange because I had spent more than a year podcasting myself with a mic as I am now or meeting other people via Zoom. I didn't do in-person podcasting, so I didn't feel part of a bigger community. And it felt really strange, especially when somebody recognized me as listening to the podcast. And I stayed there as long as I could kind of tolerate the uncomfortable environment of like being an introvert at an event that's that's kind of weird as it is, but being in this really foreign environment. But I knew it was important and I was so interested in everything I was learning that 
Um, you'll definitely have these times when you do new things where you feel like you don't belong, but when you stay there long enough, you realize that you do. So you have worked so hard to get where you want to go and where you are now that you need to understand that you deserve to be there and don't undermine your achievements or discount your abilities. And that is really hard to do when you struggle with self-worth. And I've definitely been there too. And that is a, a really big element of building your confidence is understanding your self-worth and how to boost your self-worth. And I talk about that in my free mini course, Five Keys to Confidence. But let's move on to myth number four in that you're not as good as others. And I talked about comparison a little bit earlier but comparing ourselves to others is really counterproductive. And you have to focus on your own progress and celebrate your own unique strengths and accomplishments. And here's a really great way to kind of reframe when you start looking at others and you don't feel as good as them. One, everybody is in a different season and you can't expect to be at the same place that somebody is who's been a few steps ahead of you. So, you know, especially as moms, we have kids that are in different seasons of life that demand different time from us and commitment and all of those things. We have children that have different needs. We have different families. Some people don't have partners uh, at all or some that work a lot and can't help as much. You know, we all have different situations. So here is a really great way to reframe when you start comparing yourself to others. Seeing that achievement or something that someone else is doing that you would like to do or see yourself doing has possibility of what can happen for you. So out the bat, you can't Say, I'm just not as good as others because when you're new, of course, you're not going to be good at, as good as somebody possibly who's been, let's say you want to start a podcast, somebody who's been doing it five years or 10 years, which is a really long time in podcasting because it's been around just such a short time. Really take an assessment of how long you've been doing it and give yourself grace to be new and not so great because as you continue to work, that's how you get better. You know, we just are so rarely born with a natural talent. We don't have to develop, right? As moms, we see our children try to walk and they fall down all the time, but they keep getting back up and that's how they learn, right? So myth number five is that I can't speak up. And this is something that really hits home for me. I felt so compelled to start this podcast, but it was very difficult for me because I literally didn't feel like I had a voice. Like it was so hard to not only hear myself in a recording, but to think that what I had to say was worthy and to feel like anybody wanted to hear what I had to say. So what I say to you now that I am a few years in and rated as one of the top mompreneur podcasts among thousands of mompreneur podcasts 
is that your voice matters. And you have to get over that fear of sharing your ideas and opinions. And the more you do it, the more you get comfortable with it. And even if they're different from others' opinions, and actually that's really valuable. So your perspective is valuable and it absolutely deserves to be heard. There's somebody out there that needs to hear what you have to say. And that's the story of this podcast. I overcame my fear of speaking up or just speaking, period. I've found my literal voice by starting this podcast. And every time I get a request from somebody to be on the podcast or someone tells me about an episode that impacted them, or I have an opportunity to help others because of the podcast, it means so much to me. And it reinforces that that need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. (laughs) And, um, you know, when you have something that you just know you're driven to do, just keep going. So myth number six is that you must please everyone. And women are so conditioned to be people pleasers and to be pleasing. You know, we do want to, we're, we're nurturers, we're caretakers. But when you're trying to nurture everyone, you're really nurturing no one. And it's really impossible to please everyone. And that's okay. You know, not everybody is your person. And just like I tell my children, like they don't like everybody. So why do they maybe expect everybody to like them? It just doesn't work that way. And that's okay. We all have different paths in life. We all have different interests. We're all different. And so it's really special when we find those people that get us. And so keep looking and striving to to find your people in your community and those people who gravitate to what you want to put out there. So focus on prioritizing your own needs and boundaries and surround yourself with those people who will support and uplift you. So myth number seven is waiting for permission. And I think we all kind of subconsciously do this. And I'm here to say you don't need anybody's permission to pursue your goals and dreams. And no one is going to come rescue you. And you have to trust your instincts, take messy action and initiative, and make bold moves towards your aspirations. That's how you get over the waiting for permission. And it is something that I absolutely did. And it's connected to wanting approval and getting the gold star from other people. And really, you have to pave your own path and really get connected with who you are and what you want to achieve and what you want to do and what you want to say and create. So myth number eight is either you're too old or too young. And age is really a number. It's never too late or too early to pursue your dreams. Your passion and determination are what truly matter. And did you know Martha Stewart created her company, which is now an empire, at the age of 50? So just think about that. You are not too old or young 
we we see many young people starting businesses and on social media and becoming multimillionaires at a very young age. So I think that this is becoming something that a lot of young people are getting used to, sharing what they know and being creative and creating for the world at a young age. But I think people who are more my age and older really think that maybe it's too late for them, but it's absolutely not. So myth number nine, oh my goodness, this is so important. You have to know everything. And I think we could throw in there, I have to do everything. You also don't have to do everything. So nobody knows everything. And that's okay. Honestly, if you hold space for people that you want to work with or your community as a conduit for finding out and bringing in the best people or um, trusting yourself, which is very hard for new entrepreneurs to figure it out and to ask for help. And embracing a growth mindset and being open to continuous learning and improvement, that is so important to busting the myth that you have to know everything. If you're simply a person who consistently looks for the answers, and I am just relentless for finding solutions and trying to be creative about how I approach problems, it really helps me bust through that kind of limiting belief that if I don't know how to do something, I can't do it. That's absolutely not true. I find people, I'm resourceful, I know that I am absolutely capable of figuring it out, and I know that you are too. Myth number 10, which I think is so important. I heard somebody talking about it this week on a podcast. It was a man talking about working with women, and he particularly hears this with his female clients, is that we can't, we feel like we can't outshine others. And I think this kind of goes along with the people-pleasing, and you might feel like you don't want the light on you. But here's the truth. Your shine doesn't diminish the light of others. It amplifies it. So embracing your brilliance empowers those around you to shine brighter. It shows others what's possible. So creating a community, inspiring others by what you're doing. Um, So many people have done that for me, quietly inspiring me, and I try to make sure to let them know about that. But your success paves the way for others to realize their own potential. And you're fostering an environment for encouragement and celebration, especially when you let other people know, hey, you inspire me. So let your light shine boldly, knowing that it uplifts everyone in its glow. And it's so true. It's kind of like you think about lighting a candle. When your candle goes to light somebody else's candle, The candle you're holding is not dimming, right? It might for a second, but then when it lights another candle, there's two candles, not just one. And then that person can go on to help somebody else and you can go on to help somebody else. So think about it in that way instead of like, oh, I don't want to take opportunity from somebody else. Like you're bright light is going to somehow take something else away from somebody. It's not. It's actually going to lift 
other people up and help them to embrace their own brilliance and, you know, fostering more and more light. Okay, so I'm going to leave the whole list of the 20 common confidence myths in the show notes. I'm also going to leave a link to the first 10 if you'd like to listen to that, if you haven't done that. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And like I said, I have the free mini course, Five Keys to Confidence, that I'm going to leave in the show notes if you would like to learn more about building your self-confidence and the five keys that go into that, because I'm all about creating sustainable confidence, not these short, quick fixes that I see so many in the personal development space doing. It kind of makes me crazy because we really need to get to the root of why we're not feeling self-confident. And that mini course helps you do that. So thank you again for joining me on this episode. I feel so honored when anybody listens to anything I have to say. It means so much to me. If you're feeling really generous, please subscribe and leave a review. It, It really does make my day. Thank you so much for joining me. And I can't wait to talk to you next time on the Good Enough Mompreneur Podcast. 